Daimler style. And you kiss and you fart and you will find it. Time after time. Hello, rockers. Hello. We're back. <laughs> Where have you, we been? You smell that? We're back. Mother That's mother. right. Where have we been all this time? I went a bit at work and then did home. That's now right. I'm here. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Thank you for showing up today. I was worried you were not. Were you really? No, not I knew you. You would. You would. You would disappoint me. <laughs> do that me. to you, dude. No. Welcome well, tomorrow, brother. I don't give a fuck. I'm, I'm open. Welcome to Mustard and Ketchup Packet. Stories from Everybody Who Tried. Episode number eight. eight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, doing good. Good. Another day, another dollar. Just one. Yeah, dude. I need to get a new job. <laughs> Times are tough, brother. It's true. Anyway, before we get started, a word from our sponsors. <laughs> we should get a sponsor. We don't have any sponsors. Fuck. Whatever. By the time this episode comes out, it'll be uh, August 15th, three days from our return show. Yep. <laughs> At Meadow Culta. Have you bought your tickets yet? I, I don't I'm not talking to you. No, okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't have looked at you when I said that. <laughs> with our friends. Uh, where do you say where it's at? Metacolta in Portland, Oregon. With our friends All Hype, Dusty Cubby, and Hobley. Yes, sir. That's right. All um, All Hype and Dusty Cubby have both released music recently. So you guys should check that out. Fawn is working on new music right now. I don't think they have anything. Hobley. Oh, fuck. Yeah, you, <laughs> fuck. You gotta edit that, brother. No, I'm leaving that <laughs> in there. It's even funnier. <laughs> Homely. <laughs> My fault. Uh, yeah, they, uh, they're working on music. They don't have anything new It doesn't yet, matter. Even when they were, even they were fun, they were still kick-ass. Yeah, they're sick. All um, the bands that are playing are kick-ass, and we're all gonna eat ass. Yeah, uh, yep. Uh, <laughs> it's gonna be like the human set of There's gonna be food, games, <laughs> ass eating, ass eating, and... Oh my god, it's a good time. Yeah. You know, you know, just come have a good time. Bring the kids. There won't be any ass eating. Okay? Yeah, we promise. Not, especially if kids are going to be there. No be way. No ass eating. But it's gonna be a good time. Eighteen dollars <laughs> in advance. Twenty at the door. You can get your tickets online. Manoculta.com. I think that's it. Manoculta.pdx.com. Yep. Just look up Manoculta on Google in Portland, Oregon. Make sure you buy your tickets online because one, it makes us look better, and two, you can you can buy McChicken with that extra two bucks. That's right. <laughs> or whatever. Give it up for McChicken. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, I think that's all the sponsors we have today. Are McChickens still two bucks? I should have checked I when I was at the uh, dollars earlier. Just there. I see your milkshake right there. And also, before we get started, I God damn it. I wanted to surprise you with this. Oh. And next week, I, I hope to have a list from you. If you could make up top five of this. A list? Yeah. I love lists. Yeah, right. So top five things I wish I knew or I would. I want new bands to stop doing. Okay. Oh, is this band new, new shit? <laughs> yeah. Oh, kind, fuck. Kind of. Or, top what are these, what are five, these th- five things I've chosen that if you're a new band in the local scene, stop doing this. Or stop worrying about it. Okay. All right. I want to. I want to piggyback off of this. I want to make like my my core tenants. My tenants. <laughs> sorry for being a true rocker versus being a band dude. I'm gonna. I'm gonna hit you with it one of these days. Don't hit me now. Continue. Okay. Number one. Gear doesn't matter. Just make sure it works. Listen. Yeah. When you're starting out, nobody gives a shit. Okay. Yeah. I guarantee you, in that room full of ten people that you were gonna play in front of, nobody cares that you have. You a don't license. need a blues breaker. 
I, no one cares that you have a line six. I guarantee if you go up to any of those people, maybe if they're musicians, well, I guess if you play in all bands, they might care. But to the general audience, nobody gives a shit. As long as it rocks, it doesn't matter. As, yeah, as long as it works. And I guarantee you, know, I guarantee you, 95% of the people in, if at, at the show aren't going to be like, is that motherfucker playing a block letter 5150? Nobody cares. Nobody gives a shit, okay? <laughs> I care, but like yeah. most people yeah. don't. You know what I mean? Exactly. If it rocks, it rocks. <laughs> Number two, if you have to get something for your first good gear, get a tuner. Get a tuner. Get a fucking foot tuner. Please. Okay? There's nothing wrong with playing badly, but play badly in tune. Yeah. Okay? It's more important to play in tune than to play in time. I think. <laughs> That's true. And we, as Norse we can attest to that. We didn't get tuners till like five years into our career. <laughs> Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on a second. <laughs> All right. Number three, stop introducing every member in your band yeah. when you're playing, okay? I, I don't care. I don't care that your guitar player's name is Jim. I don't care. I don't care that your drummer's name is Jim also. Stop, <laughs> no, stop no, doing wait it. Wait a second. If, okay? we had, if we had two Jims in our band, I would want to introduce them. <laughs> this is right. Jim. Okay. If, okay. This, well, if you have we would make a bit out of it, though. That's <laughs> okay. the difference. All right. All right. I'll give all right. you that. Okay. All right. All right. But no, but really, four and a half. If points. it's your first couple shows and you're playing a basement or something, and you introduce, and you take four minutes out of your set to introduce every member, I don't care. All you have That's to say time is you're wasting that for me to. <laughs> all you have to say is you just have to get up and say to be like, "Yo, we're tongue punching the fart boxes." This song is called "I Left I Left My Heart I Left My Heart on Your Door Seven, and you stopped that like it was a flaming bag of dog shit <laughs> that's it that's all that's you need it. i just need to know you're your rocking i just need to know your band name where to find your music move on okay number four don't force sing-alongs okay yeah i unless if it's okay here's if it's all a, right i need you guys to sing <laughs> whoa okay that's okay if it's like a whoa or a non if it's something easy like maybe two bars not even less than that if it's like two syllables mm. that is fine i can deal with that but I can't tell you how many bands, like when we're on tour and we've come across the bands, they will try to get a crowd to sing an entire fucking chorus. <laughs> All right. And right, they, they will break it. I've got a gun in my hand with a gumbo. They will they will stand there and do that for 15 minutes and make sure, right? And then when it finally happens, nobody knows what the fuck you're doing. That's so good. So stop doing that. If you want people to sing along to your songs, it'll come naturally. You're right. Yeah. If you want, yo, if you want people to sing along to your songs, write kick ass songs. There we go. And number five, my last one. For today, which we still haven't figured out. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> My last number five, top five things I wish all new bands should start or stop doing. If you're going to cover a Green Ace song, do it right. Okay? Oh, yeah, this is a big I one. I can't count how many times I've been across this country, back and forth, East Coast, West Coast, and how many local bands open for us and they play Green Day cover. Or it's like we play with, you know, lo- other local bands. Other local there. bands. And I can't tell you how many times they play Green Day cover. They do it wrong. Yeah, you, the drums. You, okay, it's something you guys got to understand. <laughs> Green Day has the sauce. Okay, they may seem simple, but it's it's all very purposeful. Trey Cool, their drummer, he does the fucking on the on the cymbals. He does the he hits the full eighth notes, and he's got the he's got. You can't just go. You gotta go. If you're not a musician, this doesn't make sense to you. I'm just telling you right now. If you're not a musician, don't cover Green Day. Don't cover Green Day. <laughs> or okay? do. I okay. don't care. And if you are a musician, you should understand what I'm talking about. 
All right, so that is my top five things of newer bands should should stop or c- continue to do. That's Nathan's checklist. It's mine. And the <laughs> next week, I expect one from you. We're going to start going to every local show in town. And, and we're Nathan's, Nathan's going to have a I'm clipboard. Gonna, I'm going to have that five on my list. Yeah. If you do any one of those, <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> if, if you don't, if you don't, if you don't check all five boxes, you're going to get five across the. Ass. <laughs> I, I'm not even lying. Like sometimes when I go see a new local band, I always check if they have a tutor on the floor. It's good, dude. <laughs> it's, yeah. We're not trying to be condescending or anything. It's just like buy a tuner. That's all. No, I mean, that's no, really I, what I'm saying. As you know? pe- as we've started bands at our early age, we were young and dumb. Yeah. And learning from those mistakes, I would like to give that info to some of the newer people out there. Yeah. Really, this is advice, not you're fucking up. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 And if you've already made the mistakes, it's all right. We've made. I probably we've probably made half of those mistakes on that list too. So. Yeah. 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 We've never covered Green Day though. That's true. Which is insane because they're both of our favorite bands. I know. Well, maybe it's a good thing then. It's. I think we haven't covered Green Day because we. it's hard. You have to do it right. You have to do it right. That's you true. Know? All right. All right. Yep. Back, back into what we're all here for. The next part of our saga. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Not sir. for the milkshake, brother. <laughs> Hell yeah. Right, let's go. All right. So it's 2012. Mm-hmm. Our friend Justin has left the band. Yep. Very sad. Very sad. So I remember this time there was a small. There's just like a month period where we almost kind of broke up. Yeah. And there's a lot to go into that. I think I've mentioned in our last episode. There's a lot that goes into that, which we'll get to. Mm-hmm. But after this month of stewing in our own stink, I remember we all kind of got back together. Um, I remember, too, we were wondering, we we're all kind of wondering what we we're going to do. And um, I remember, do you remember this? I suggested that I would play bass. I don't know if I remember this. I think I think that the idea was off the table because it wouldn't make sense because at that time we were pretty guitar yeah heavy band so yeah. and i think i mean we played i mean there's one tour we did where we were um unfortunately luke couldn't come along and we did the three-piece thing i loved it nobody else did i it lost a lot of dynamic that's yeah, what that's did. what it did that's we're very it much was. a two guitar band yeah, but so. the thing is i love to play the bass that's true so so you're, you're just being selfish i point. really just want to play bass yeah. you know but i do remember that was one of my suggestions like well if you want we can just be a four-piece and What's his fuck? Could I, play I, guitar, or, or will you just be a one well, guitar band? Or yeah, something? I would say Doug play guitar, and I'll just I'll just play the bass. Um, it would have been okay. I don't think it would have been know, fine. We could have. I don't think it would have been. Yeah, we could have figured out. I don't think we'd we would have had any. Like I said, the dynamics would have left that wouldn't have that we would today. Mm-hmm. We're very. We are a two guitar band. Yeah. There's no really getting around. We're not really a technical band, but I think um, you and I's guitar style differs so greatly that. It just it's, makes it's, it just makes it kind of work. Yeah, and I'm saying that like we're some big fucking thing, but I don't know. To me, no. To me, I think it needs it. So yeah. fuck the rest of you. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, you know, we're not the, we're not the biggest band in the world, but this band is very important to both of us. You know, and I think that's something. That's our that's our voice is like through our guitars. Like that's our creative voice is our is the difference, the sum of our guitar styles and shit. You know, like it's a very important part yes, of our part of our identity. So obviously that idea was thrown out the window. Fuck it. Yep. In 2012, we had also booked like it was some it was way ahead before Justin left the band. We had booked to play the Battle for Warp Tour 2012. Yeah, and we don't drop out of shows. And we don't drop out of shows. So I mean, unless we were going to break up, I think right. it, it was either we were going to break up or continue our commitments. Mm-hmm. We chose to continue our commitments. We didn't have time to get a new bass player in the short amount of time because I think like there was a that, that month of stewing in our own shit was for us. I mean, I mean, I guess it's not it's not a long time looking back but i felt like a long time at the time you know when we were so young i was still 18 years old so like i felt like like the whole thing when it went down just i felt like we took a like a hiatus i remember i um i started making my own crappy music in my 
room. I I was I was like I don't know what I was doing. I was like making my own kind of shit. Yeah, and, and I and I was I was also you know still for going down that path of getting into yeah. production and stuff. So yeah. I was doing and my I own think, stuff too. You know, I found I'm speaking great. That we there's not a lot of communication between at least you and me. I don't remember. Not that really. Much. No. Once the once the whole thing went down. I, well, this is another another thing though. Like you're gonna have to remind me of a lot of this stuff because once again it's uh, right. I, I've pushed a lot of this down and kind of bottled right. it up. Like so I said, I, this part was like I said, a lot of personal stuff going on this time. You and me didn't feel like... It just felt uncomfortable. It felt uncomfortable and there was not a lot of communication. I don't know what the catalyst was to finally get together, but I think it was those commitments. We made these commitments for the Warp Tour. Yeah. Like, okay, we're going to get back together. We're going to figure this out. So yeah, we didn't have really time to get a bass player at this time. So <laughs> we asked our friend Daniel Langdon... Mm-hmm. To play bass for us for these shows. He was in a band called The Fringe. Yes, which I really... I liked that band. I thought they were good. I thought they were the side of town. Just one more time. They're also the only other band, I think, in... That we played, we were playing shows with in like Eagle River. That were like a punk band. They were, yeah. I know? mean, there was only, and they were young. They were, they were our age. They were young. They were our age. I mean, like they had that like I like. I, there was something charming about them. I mean, they were definitely like that younger band. You know, three friends first learning how to play a band. They definitely had that that like sound, youthful energy. Youthful to them. energy yeah. definitely had that like. Obviously, when you start your band at such a young age, you're not gonna be that great. But yeah. I, we certainly were. Yeah, we weren't either. But like they, I mean, like, but I saw something about that I really liked at the time. Yeah, and, and they I, covered Green Day and they did it. They did, they played Christie Road. That's right, and they did cut. it right. They did it right. So I guess that little my little tangent earlier makes yeah. sense. It all comes back around, brother. Yeah, so, so they deserve their flowers yeah. for doing Green Day right. Yes. Well, we played a lot of shows with them also during the yeah, time. They, they played did. a lot during the Boys and Girls Club. We played a lot of them around town. Anyway, Daniel, we asked Daniel to just help cover bass. I don't think, I don't know if there was ever discussion if he was actually going to be in the band. I think it was just a cover mm-hmm. at the time. I think because he, he, I think in my mind, I think there was something in my mind at the time. Like, oh, maybe we can just ask Daniel to play bass. Yeah. But I knew. He had it, you know. Yeah, he, had, he was a really good musician. He had the, the energy. Yeah. Um, and the skill. Yeah, exactly. And But I think the fringe at the time. Which actually kind of uh, it's, uh, it's kind of ironic because they kind of broke up. This the last year was 2012. Oh, is that true? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Dude, that's so long. Yeah, yeah, but I just remember the time that was a big commitment to him. But uh, but yeah, we just asked him, hey, we have these shows coming up. Could you um help us out? And he was more than happy. He was always a big fan. Of the he was band. a friend. He was like, a friend. You know, he was like... a fan of the band, and I was a fan of his band. So I was stoked, and it was one of the first times we had a bass player that. You know, oh yeah, he played with a pick. He played with a pick. Yeah, that was a that was a big thing. And like, like no shade to Justin. You know, Justin, Justin was great at what he could do, but mm-hmm. with the type of music we're playing then, Daniel could play that very well. Yeah, we're very much yeah. like a a, a, P, a pick on a P bass yeah, type band. Yeah, you know what I mean? exactly. And um, yeah, so we play the. At least we, we. I'm sorry. At least we we were turning into that kind of band at that point. So yeah, exactly. It was like, oh shit, this is this is what I was looking for. Yeah. Exactly. So we get our shit together, and then we we play our first show back after this month of Justin Lehman and us doing. Um, we play the War, War Tour Battle of the Bands 2012. Yeah, this is a pivotal moment in our band because a lot of a lot kind of came up from this. These shows went really well. Yes, they, they, did. they did. They were they went super well. Um, I had think I have one picture in uh i found one picture of daniel playing with us did you really i can I never find one i found one picture and i'll oh, post it on our instagram i would love to see that but uh it was great we only had a few practices daniel was a very quick learner mm-hmm. and we got all the songs down and we played i mean obviously i think at the time we still I mean like we're still you know we're still slowly growing getting a little better you know as we said in our last episode you know like with the cold and loud we weren't that bad 
playing together live setting, I think. Yeah, some- looking back, it, it surprised me how good we... Because that was pretty representative of how we sounded at the time. I was like, mm-hmm. wow, we were fucking better than I remember. Yeah. You know? And I think Addy Daniels with that and being a competent bass player that he was just added to that. Yeah. So... Maybe that was it. So thank you, Daniel, for giving us the giving us the bottom end that we needed. Yeah, we really needed it, and um, we'll we'll get to um, we'll get to it. But we really uh, oh we'll get well we'll get we'll there. get to it. yeah we'll get to it. But so anyway, we played the battle for Warped Tour 2012. So a year late. So the year before, like I said, the year before we failed out of the semifinals. This year. He went all the way, brother. Yeah, I know. I think there was definitely some spark in my ass at the time. We're like, okay, you know, we took this month off. We're gonna yeah. go back into it, and you know, I think there was a lot of. Um, it's kind of like when your parents divorce and uh, in order to cover it up, you pick the thing that's the most happiest to move forward. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. You, you, you latch you, onto that. You find you what know? you love and you let it consume you, right? Oh, <laughs> brother, let's go. So that's what we we're doing. So that's why we went straight into these warp battles. We had Daniel Barr song. Nothing was going to stop us. We played our hearts out. Both of these shows were great. First show. We rocked, I think. First, um, I don't know what the preliminary, the preliminary, I guess, passed it. Then we got to the semifinals. Past that, yeah, I was like, "Holy shit!" I never fucking do it. And we're this. like, and I remember at the time too, like we have never gotten this far. Like, these were the downstairs, right? Yeah, 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 downstairs. Yeah, this is my third warp battle. Norsegate's second, so you know, I was like, oh, to me personally at the time, I was like, man, we, I've never made it past the semifinals. Yeah. I were at the finals. Like, we could actually, we could do this. We could actually fucking get to play the warp. We're gonna fucking play the finals. I'm so stoked. Then when the finals come. Now, this is a trip. This is a lot going on around these finals, and I'll break it down for you what happened here. So, two big things happened this day. Oh, and uh, before I, before you get, go on to this, Kevin Lyman was there. Yes. Warp Tour Man. Yeah, he was there to pick the finals. I think, if I'm not mistaken, we heard from our friend Kevin, actually. Our different Kevin. <laughs> our friend our Kevin. Kevin. Kevin Kuhn. Yeah. Cone. He told us that Kevin Lyman would always come down for the finals in Alaska to pick the band. But we never made it to the finals. We never we made never it to the finals. Him. We never saw him. Yeah. Now we're here at the finals. Um, it was at Chilku Charlie's 21. Uh, so that's the thing that kind of was a little bit of a worry at my time because um, we were an all ages band. We were mm-hmm. a young band. We weren't 21. None of us were 21 yet. You were 20. I was 20. So everybody was under. So everybody was under 21. So I was like, this might kind of hurt because a lot of our people, that friend, all, all our friends were under 21. None of them could go to bars. Yeah. So we had to actually like get, I mean, get past on our own merits if we yeah, were going to win. Exactly. Which is, you know, it's, I feel like we were, we were good. At the time, but like we really fed off of having all of our friends at the shows yeah. and stuff. So, yeah. so that was definitely going to be like I don't know, like like a crutch, I guess, or not a crutch. I'm using the word, but it was going to be a handicap in our yeah in our kind of side. The day the finals happened was May fourth, twenty twelve. This was the day that Adam MCA passed away. He was a member of the Beastie Boys. I guess um, he was really good friends with Kevin Lyman. So Kevin in Alaska was already pretty bummed at that time. So. There were five bands on this finals, if I remember correctly. He didn't want to make it any more stressful than the day had already been for him. So, by proxy, everybody who played the finals that year got a spot on the Warp Tour. <laughs> and I think we knew beforehand. Yeah. So we just played. We just played. Um, we were like, fuck yeah, we're going to Warp yeah, Tour. Yeah, I think before, yeah. <laughs> and we, so, pl- we played and we were like fucking ripping because like, yeah. Yeah, there was no this. worries anymore. Well, there was one worry. So this is also, like I said before in a couple of episodes, um, I've had a very tumultuous relationship with my mom in some sort of shape or fashion back in the day. She wasn't very supportive in 
some in anything really i did in anything it's hard it's hard for me to go into this but like but um but like i said since we're underage we all needed uh parents to go to the show and my mom would just not go and i remember standing there and telling her mom i i have a chance to do something really big like this is a huge 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 deal a huge opportunity i want to play the like like obviously we knew like everybody part of it was going to play but i still wanted to play the show on that back out because you know maybe i think i remember there being um correct me if i'm wrong on this i remember there being some stakes to it though like we needed your mom to show up or else we weren't going to go. Is yeah, that- I think it was something like that. Like we all had we to still had to play. We still had to play the show or something. Yeah. So it was some mom, kind of stipulation. Something like that. Yeah. So if my mom did show up, I, we probably wouldn't have played the Warped Tour. And I'm oh God, I remember also all the parents were there trying to convince my mom to come like, you know, I'll get I'll get deep in this. My mom's not my mom. My mom grew up in a really hard life. And a lot of those stuff that she carried over when raising me kind of trickled over, you know. She beca- pretty much became like a narcissist in some in some ways, you know. Very about her. If it wasn't in her favor, she didn't want anything to do with it. So it was very hard. And, it's, and if you have any relation to narcissistic parents or anyone like that in your life, it's very hard to convince those people that they're wrong. It's very hard for to convince those people to have empathy. So or 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 just find a fact that if it's a small thing to make someone else happy, they won't do it if it's an inconvenience to them. It was very hard. I don't I don't know what happened at the end of it. Maybe all the maybe just all the parents maybe guilting at that time, and I was like please and like begging my mom. That's just how much she finally came at the last possible second. I want to say I want I want to yeah. I felt so I felt such I felt like such shit at the time too. Mm-hmm. Like I felt so bad. I'm like I'm letting you guys I was like letting all you guys down after this whole thing of us not doing anything for yeah. a little bit. And, like, and I felt bad for Daniel because he was there and like his, his parents were there too. And I'm like, God, I'm letting all these people down. I just It's not even your fault. Not, I'm not I'm like you know? And I remember trying to convince the promoter at the time, like my mom just won't come. Is there any way I can just like say I'm I tried to like convince like is there any way I can say he's my dad or something but they just would not budge which understandably because of the laws but yeah that was the one time we try, tried to like bend, bend the rules because yeah. yeah. it was so it, it was, was so important deal. to us at, at the time yeah but like, I, I want to say 15 minutes before we were supposed to play she finally showed up <laughs> like right at the fucking end of there and um that was such a like fucking nail biting like is this gonna fucking happen and yeah. we were all like oh my god this is it was it was crazy. It was a hard time at that for sure. So, what, do you know what do you think it was that influenced her decision to like? All right, I think it was just all the dreading and all the pleading from the parents. I think at the time, and I all she had to do was all hang out for like half an hour. It's it's yeah. Well, that's know? always been my mom. Yeah. Like unfortunately, like it's always been that kind of battle with her. You know. I don't know. Like my entire life with her, I'm gonna get kind of deep here. My entire life, with, go, brother. Let's my, do it. My entire life with my mom has always been me, me trying to do something to impress her, and never fulfilling those wishes. So yeah. always in some way, just being a disappointment, and never reaching that goal. So I mean, so I guess that's also why I probably today. I mean, not it's not not probably it's because today I have a lot of like you know anxiety with that i'm not very i'm insecure at times and i'm like some sort of imposter syndrome because of that i've i'm working i've been working through it for the last few years shout out to therapy let's go that's a really big deal i think for someone who has those narcissistic tendencies to make an even make an effort to get like 
be better at at yeah, it's, it's, at it's feeling empathy towards yeah. That's insane because a lot of the times they just don't see it. They don't care. They don't. You know. You know. Only time will tell if she'll ever get out of that. I mean, at the same time, you know, I have a lot of good friends. I got my sister, who's also a great part of my life, who's always been supportive. And you know, there is a time where you can, you know, I understand she's my mom, but at the same time, it's like you know, I can probably res- just respect her from further away a little bit of a distance a little bit of a distance because you know i got a lot more people in my life that'll love me so yeah (laughs) i think um something that we all had in common i think as as friends in this band is that we had some um, kind of broken home life in some sort of way yeah some kind of uh, small family or like a very like tough home life and i think that's a big reason why we stayed together we stayed so close for you know, 15 years yeah, at this point is because this is our, basically our family. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was we, talking to Kate about this like a couple of weeks ago. It's like, I don't, I, I'm very, very close to my mom. My, my dad's passed away. But other than that, I'm close to a few of my um, aunts and uncles on my mom's side, but not really that, mm-hmm. you know, like I no like I don't really talk to any of my family that much. Um, I mean, I'm close to my stepdad and my sister, and my sister is very close to me too. But like, you and Demetric and Kevin and Kate, like you, that is my family Yo, yeah. to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I think, and it, it, it's hard to explain that to other people. Close, to, like, because like, yeah, like I don't know how you feel on your end, but like, even when we're on tour, like we were on tour all the time. We were in the same room together. We spent so much time together, yeah. and then we come home and we live in the same house. We shared a room at the time. We and still spent so much time forever. I mean, obviously there were times where like I, I did need some alone time, and I'm yeah. sure you did too. But like there was never a time where I, personally I was like, "God, Doug, get the fuck out of my face." It's <laughs> never. It's never like hostile. Hostile. Never. Yeah. Never yeah. felt like that. Yeah. And like we've eat, like the room that we're in right now. You guys can't see because we're not a video <laughs> podcast. But Nathan and I used to share this room. And it was, it's not very big. Yeah. And it's very hot. Um, and it got very yeah, hot. And it got very hot. <laughs> and we, I never, I don't think one time ever, I was like, fuck, would you shut the fuck up? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. We're like, that's where, it's hard to describe that to people because like, okay, you guys are in a band together. Of course you're, you're good friends, but like, but also it like, goes so much further than just you guys like, being my best friends. It's like, <sighs> It's hard. It, it's it's hard in general to explain this because there's a bond here. I don't know how cheesy this sounds, but I don't care. But like, there's a bond between you and me, and Demetric and Kevin, or you know, even Justin. Kevin where, is part of this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Luke, or, or Justin, you know. Luke. Where we understand each other. We. It took a while for some of us to get to that point to understand each other more yeah. and have, be empathetic. But like, I mean, it wasn't always perfect. It wasn't always. We've always had our bad times. Like, but like, there's there's something there where like I is just super comfortable and. So, and that's what I think at the time, like, you know, with stuff I was going on with my mom, the band was a place for me to come to mm-hmm. and be myself and not have to be around at my home, at my house, hanging out with my mom. Yeah. I think that's why, too, I made such a big effort to move out as I possibly could. Yeah. And I think after that incident with the whole Warped Tour thing when her almost not showing up, I remember talking to you guys and like, guys, I turned 21 and in like, it was like five, four or five months. Five months. Yeah. So let's not play any bar shows until then. Yeah. And yeah, just like like okay, yeah, like this is the last one. Like, I don't. I saw. So I was. I think I was like. I don't want to just. I don't want this to ever happen again. I don't want to put you guys on the edge. So I remember this conversation. Yeah, yeah. I, let's let's just let's just hold off on bar shows until I turn twenty one, and then by God, when I turn twenty one, all bets were off. Let's like, rock. We play yeah. all the time. All the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
So yeah, that's uh, that's a kind of a roundabout way of saying is like we like all like Nathan was right. Like, I mean, maybe this is like kind of a common thing for for people that play music, but like yeah. we and we all had tough upbringings. We all had like like you said like broke in some in some way shape or form. We all had broken homes. Like when I was fourteen, my parents got divorced. My mom moved to Nevada, and I was pretty really angry for a long time. And then um, I stayed with my dad once my mom moved, and we had no money. Like I've said this before in the show before, we were deep in poverty, brother. And um, yeah. I was homeless for a little bit. Yeah, you I mean, know, I this. Re- like, I remember there was a time too. I mean, like I think you had to like get an extension cord from your somebody's like other apartment or something. Yeah, our 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 power got turned off at our in our apartment, and our landlord was it was actually it was like low income housing in yeah. Eagle River and shit. And our landlord was so cool. He's like, well, you guys got a space. That's so cool. Like, <laughs> um, I, I say, but like he's like, oh, well, I can we have this like space heater or whatever yeah. and like we can run this really long extension cable from what some other unit that has power <laughs> i just said like yeah he's so cool but like <laughs> this is this is insane to think about. <laughs> right right we just had this space heater in the middle of december like at least we fucking have some heat right, you know what yeah. i mean so and um my relationship with my dad was always really good my dad like my me and my dad were very close but um i never had i was never <laughs> comfortable in my in my home situation growing up so i guess you know in some I mean? case to come to the band too was like some place to escape that exactly yeah like you guys were probably that, why you know that maybe adds on to why that month of a uh, month of not doing anything where where you know we where we should have done where we should have went in a different direction we just certainly like, we're, we're, we're like okay maybe we, this is making me happy yeah and let's do this like it was, yeah, yeah. If, it was yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get deeper into that when, when the time but, comes. But that but makes was, more sense, though. Yeah. <laughs> it was almost like a Stockholm syndrome. Kind right, of thing, right. Yeah, you know? exactly. That it's hard sense. to describe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but it was like, well, I, this is my only comfort. This is like yeah. all I have. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know what to do. You know, I'm, I, I felt I was like frozen. I was like, well, I'm going to keep doing this. You know, I feel your brother. It, it was. Yeah. But like I said, since we played that final and like I said, Kevin, let all the bands play. We got a spot on the Warp Tour. Yeah. So that was great news unfortunately unfortunately having the spot on the warp tour five bands how are you gonna pay for all five bands to go on that thing oh we all had to pay our own way we all had to pay our own way so i think that was the agreement that was the caveat that was the thing which whatever fair fair that's all right maybe maybe was there still a winner it was just all five bands that played yeah got got a spot on the warp tour yeah okay yep so so yeah we did it we did, we it. did it we finally we finally fucking became on top we became, we, uh, <laughs> we fucking schmoozed our way into playing the fucking two dates on the warp tour we got really lucky we did get lucky and, and you know it, it's sad it's sad back. the circumstances of why because you know i actually do like the beastie boys and yeah, i love I, yeah. I listened to the beastie boys for like a month straight a couple months ago i don't, I don't know why I was just like, hey, fuck. Something wrong. And, and you know, I can only imagine, you know, Kevin, you know, being the big man that he is, I'm sure he wasn't having a great day that day. Yeah. So he just didn't want to think much about it and try to pick a band that and then have four other bands be disappointed that didn't want to do it. So sometimes it'd be like that. Yeah. It's just one of those very one of many strange situations we find ourselves in yeah. as a band. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know. But I, I thank Kevin to this day for letting all of us play. And we'll get to we're gonna have our next episode. We'll discuss the Warp Tour when we actually played. But but it's great that he gave all five of us, us the, 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 that opportunity. I could be wrong about this, but it couldn't have been a huge 
thing for him. You know, like, okay, well, let's just let these five bands play. But for all of the five bands, that was like, holy shit. It was a shit. big de- fucking deal. We had never played out of Alaska before. That mm-hmm. was the first time leaving the yeah, state as yeah. a man. You know? And we'll get to that. But uh, yeah, so May ends. We know we're playing the War Tour. So those next few months, they're all about raising money and finding a new bass player. Yep. I would like to start right here. I am sorry, Daniel. We did not bring you to the war. Oh, song. my God. Yeah, we really did him dirty, dude. I... And I'm I didn't not, think about it at the I time. I didn't think about it at the time. I think he never said anything. He never think. said anything either. Like, I think in my head during the time was he knew what he was going through. I think I think there was some sort of discussion. He was just going to fill in for this, and we were going to find a bass player mm-hmm. right after. Like, we were going to find a bass player after the war battles were over. <clears throat> yeah. That was... It was, like, discussed. It, it was discussed. And Daniel, if you're listening to this, if you have a different interpretation of that... Reach yeah, out. Let us know. Yeah, let us know. Let us know. Yeah. But from my understanding, there was, from what I remember, there was a disgust thing like, I just need help with the warp battles. Yeah. And after this is over, we're going to get a bass player. Yeah. The search for a new bass player. What qualities of a bass player do you think a band like Norris Brigade needs? Play with a pick. Yeah. <laughs> um, be able to play. Be, be cool. Be cool. Don't shit your pants. Yeah. No, you, you, the you, only time yeah. I've ever shit my pants was on purpose. You're going to tell this story? Yeah. One time when I was a kid, <laughs> I was, <laughs> my, dad, my dad was a park ranger when I was growing up. And uh, we, we, uh, he used to drive up to this little town called Toke in Alaska um, and stay there for like a week or whatever at a time during the summer. And I, I would drive up with him sometimes. And um, he stayed in this little like cabin in the woods and shit. And uh, there was an outhouse. There wasn't a bathroom in the, in the thing. Mm. And um, I... I had to shit one day and he's like, well, make sure you look out for bears. He was probably just fucking with me because that's how my dad was and shit. So I was like, oh, I'm like eating by a bear. So, just, <laughs> so we're about to go. We're about to like drive into town or whatever. And um, I had to shit. I was like, I'm, I'm just going to shit my pants. So I shit my pants, dude. You know what? Respect, you know, fuck the bears. Fuck you know? the bears. You know what? Uh, I ain't gonna give them a chance to eat me. I'm gonna shit my pants right if here. They're, if they're gonna eat me, they're gonna eat my <laughs> shit too. Exactly. <laughs> you really showed them. So <laughs> we, get the, we get in the truck, and my dad's like, "What the fuck is that smell? Do you shit your pants?" <laughs> I did. Anyway, All right. Yeah. Sorry. Are we that. talking about bass players? <laughs> Speaking of shit in our pants. Yeah. I remember. I wanted. Um, so a couple things I remember from this time. Um, I w- not the shitting pants part. Uh, I had a friend named Brent. If you're listening to Brent, I hope you're doing well. He actually plays at a black metal band. <laughs> it uh in Finland? in Finland, an American playing black metal in Finland. Cool. Love, what love a, that for what, him. What a time. <laughs> what a time. To be what a time. Anyway. Um, he was a friend of mine in Boy Scouts. We were always we always play guitar and stuff and camping trips and stuff. And I was like, I'm gonna call Brent. Like, yeah. if we're gonna find a bass player, he's the perfect guy. He knows how to play, and I I, I would be awesome to have him be part of this. Um, I think I brought I think I brought him down to meet you guys. Yeah, I met him once. He's yeah, a really nice guy. Yeah, and just kind of I think I don't think he played. I knew he could play. I like there was no I was gonna like make him play because I knew he could play. So I was like, dude. And I think if I'm not mistaken, at the time we had got the offer to open for sublime <laughs> correct so yeah with rome with oh, i'm sorry sublime so for legality reasons sublime with rome not sublime different entity yeah so uh yeah we got the offer to play i think after the warped in the middle of this we got offered the big summer show at coots which is a year after papa roach a year roughly. after papa roach to open for sublime with yeah rome. they had like a summer concert series that was like a yeah. thing at, at the, in the coots yeah lot. it was perfect too because it was enough gap between the end of the warp battle and that show where we had a little bit of time to find a bass player yeah and it was a good amount of time for us to figure this out so i was like yeah i want my friend brent i try to call him up i call him up you know hang out 
I think I gave him a day to look on it, but unfortunately it didn't pan out. I think he ended up going to college. Probably the right move. Yep. <laughs> I would have done the same thing. <laughs> Actually, no. I hate school. I yeah, me too. <laughs> but uh, good for you, man. I pre- But uh, so that didn't work out. Um, hope you're doing well, Brent. It didn't work out amicably. You know, like he yeah. just he wanted, yeah, to, go exactly. he wanted no, to go to no school. No big deal. No big I think deal. I ended. I was texting him like, "Dude, we're gonna open up for Supply with Rome. Come on, like, come be a part of this." Like, Let me know when you how, open for Watain. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's unfortunately, we didn't have any. Friends. We didn't have. We had a lot of friends, but unfortunately, a lot of those friends didn't know how to play an instrument. Yeah, we. Uh, yeah. We- <laughs> We, we thought about for a second having teaching Kevin to how to play the bass. But I see, yeah, but I think at the time we had been in band, you know, we've been in this band for two years at this point, or I'd been in this band. I have been in this band for two years, the incarnation of two years. And I was like, I, I don't have time to teach someone to yeah, play we bass. Need a bass. We need player. a bass player now. So we decided to old open auditions. Yay. Yay, right? So crappy little local band. I didn't think it'd be a big deal. But I knew we could find somebody doing this because we had, you know, we had a bit of a buzz. Yeah. Like, you know, the Warp Battles did really well. We're playing Warp Tour. We got that open with Sublime Show. Sublime hey, so much join the band. You get to pl- open for Sublime and we go had just play released a couple Warp our Tour fo- our, We had just released that crappy set. As long as you think we're funny. So, unfortunately, that, I don't know if it gained steam, but it, it gained something where somebody's like, this it, band is a band? It gained steam in the way that a steaming pile of shit, <laughs> shit <exactly. laughs> yeah. So, we had some sort of momentum. So, I didn't think at the, if, so I didn't think it would be any problem. I knew some people would audition. Yeah. Um, I remember this too. Remember we did a video and I can't find it, but uh, Fuck, I wish we could find it, but it was, I forgot about we this. did a video where we're like asking, hey, we're noise brigade. And <laughs> I think. One oh, I remember. Re- uh, I remember I climbed into a trash can, I think. Yeah, or something like video? that. Or, oh, I don't remember. I can't remember. You climbed a lot of trash cans in our videos. Hell yeah, I did. Hell yeah. <laughs> trash bad Doug over here. <laughs> Hell yeah. But um, yeah, we, we had this video. We're like, hey, we need a bass player. I, th- I think one of the. I remember we we're kind of being not mean. I don't know if means the word in the video where we're like, we're like, make sure you can play. I don't have time to teach you how to play the bass. Yeah. Like, I think that was the thing. I think because I think after having Daniel play with us and knowing like he was a competent musician. Yeah, I wanted that. Yeah. Like, that was also one thing we discussed. Like, we need someone that's on our level. Right. Um, I remember uh, you with this, talking to you, Calvin and our singer at the time. Like, we need to find someone who is on our level. Yeah. Like, understand what to play, how to play it. Right. I don't have time to teach someone, which I think at this time, which is, which wasn't asking for much because no. like, cause we've been, a, we've been, a, we've been a solidified band for a while. So, and I think it was fair. Like, Hey, I don't need to, you know, I, it's fair. To, I, I felt like it was fair to like, Hey, make sure you can do your shit and yeah, have totally. some chops. Um, I don't think it's a, an unfair ask to be like, Hey, if you want to join in this band, make sure you can play your instrument. I don't think that's unfair. That's, I don't think you know? so either. I, I maybe at the time, cause we we're just so abundant, uh, adamant about it. Yeah. Just like, Please be able to play. Please be able to play. Yeah. You know, like I said, I love Justin. He was great at what he did. But like, he could play, too. He could play, yeah. too. But we like, wanted to, someone to that To the stuff that we were doing then. Yeah. And then having Daniel being able to play that. And we're like, all right. Daniel was the best. At that point, Daniel was the best place where we had. So we didn't want to go any lower. So, yeah. And <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. and there was clearly like a trajectory that we were on. And we wanted someone that was like going to be able to go with us on that trajectory. Exactly. You know? There's also a point, too, where I was like, it needs to be... So, Someone who could hang, someone who's cool. Someone who's cool. Like I don't want to have a uh, picks his butt all day and doesn't. What's wrong with that? I guess you're right. You can. It pick, just stinks. Yeah. So like, take a. You know, I want you to take a shower. As long as you wash your hands. You know, and all that stuff. You know, just you know the ability. It's hard to describe the ability to hang because it's such. When someone has it, you you know you know yeah. You know, Can okay? I kick it? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So um, that was important. And I remember too. We were like, okay, anybody's going to audition. We're going to do an hour. 
of playing in an hour of hanging, hanging out. out. Do you remember yeah, that? I remember yeah. That. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's very funny. We got we open our we have open auditions for a bass player. And um if I remember correctly, it was three people who auditioned. I remember two. I don't remember the third one. If I remember correctly, we got I think five well actually it was more. I think it was like six people that responded, but only three people showed up for uh, the audition. So um I think the first guy who came in, I think his name was Cody. Cody. Cody Menzia. Oh, oh my God! Yeah, Cody. Do you remember yeah, that? I know Cody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, for- I completely forgot that he. Uh, that I went right? to high school with him. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I completely forgot that he audition- He auditioned. Yeah. yeah, he was the first. If I remember correctly, he was the first person to audition. Yeah. Um, let's see if we can remember how the auditions went. I'm gonna be, now. I'm gonna start critiquing how about how bad they were. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't remember much about. It. I don't. I don't think he was like up to the up to the skill level we needed. I think that was my. If issue. I'm not mistaken, that was my issue too at the time. Um. I think I had to um, show him a lot, which I guess is fine to some extent, but it was to a point where like, it was like, I'm showing you too much. You should have right. got this down yeah. already. And I think we were, I think his audition song was getting out. That song has three chords. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah. need that. Like, come on, man, let's, pick, let's pick it up. Yeah. Yeah. You know, at, at the time, you know, that, that's how I felt at the time, you know, yeah. and then we were very we, like, yeah, for context, we were being very, um, we were scrutinizing very heavily. We yeah, were like, we, we, were were being, we are being very, very picky. Yeah. We were being very picky, and why we were? So, why did we have that mindset? We we're so young. Yeah. Well, I mean, this, this is not to say that these that 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 he was like a dog shit player. Like it was just like we were super very picky. close attention to very minute details. Yeah, and, you know. Yeah, but um, I think hanging out with him wasn't that bad. No, he's cool. Yeah. Um, I think that also one of the main reasons, if I remember correctly, it's actually kind of funny lore. I think he he. <laughs> He dated somebody, I think Calvin's girlfriend before, like Calvin's oh ex girlfriend, if I'm not mistaken. Right. It was it was some kind something of something like that. Like yeah. he dated Calvin's ex girlfriend after Calvin broke. There was up. some kind of weirdness. There was in some there, kind of yeah. weird thing there, and that made Calvin go, "I don't, I don't really want that guy in my bed." He dated my ex girlfriend. Yeah, I was like, okay, and uh, you know, I think that was like I wasn't really feeling the playing at the time. I was like, okay, well, that's the iceberg that tips that down. Whatever. Yeah. Moving on to the next person. Yeah. Number number two. Sam. No. No. Number two was Luke. Oh, <laughs> holy shit. And I only, here's why I remember this. So Luke, spoiler, Luke became our bass player. Yeah. It was our, <laughs> and became one of our best friends and our bass yeah. player for many years. Yeah. So Luke was the second guy who came and auditioned. No recollection of this guy. I'd never met this guy. This is We've, such a funny story. Yeah. Never met this guy in my entire life. He, he, he was actually friends with my sister first. I don't know if you know that. If you knew that, and he commented on her Facebook posts a lot. Yeah, I did he? Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I think he was just a fan of the band. He was a friend with my friend with my sister, and he was one of the people that I was like, hey, yeah, okay, we'll he come went to on. shows. Yeah, he went to shows a bit, <clears throat> and yeah, he came and. But we we don't know him at all. Like Cody, we we had previously met. You went met him in high school, and the next guy after he would like we met him through bands and stuff. Yeah. But Luke, we just we didn't really know him. Know him? We just knew he was a guy who went to shows and. And I knew he was friends with my sister. I think that's how he got in touch with me on Facebook because I think I remember vaguely asking Charlene, Charlene, because I think also at the time I was like, Charlene, you're friends with people in the jazz band because I knew at the time if you're in jazz band in high school, you're a fucking awesome musician. You're a rocker, yeah. So I told Charlene, like, if you know any bass players in there, send them my way. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what happened. She there. fucking did. Thank you, Charlene. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Charlene, my sister, for getting me in touch with one of my best friends. <laughs> Actually, I think me and Luke still joke about that. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> but yeah, um, he messaged me. We have a little chat, and 
He's the second guy that comes to audition. I remember what he wore too. Purple sweatshirt. I remember this purple sweatshirt. The emo, hat. E- hat. Hat. Emo looking haircut. Yeah. I love. He his, always wore the I, same I thing. I love his Evo haircut days. I miss it a little I, bit. I, he I looks good hair. now. I, he looks great now. He looks like a man. Now. He does. Yeah, he does. Yeah. But at the time, he definitely was like, you know, he was in that. He was that scene hair. Yeah, kid, yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. You know, you know, when I first looked at him, first impressions, I was like, probably my ego, but I thought he looked kind of like a nerd. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Luke, if you're listening, uh, well, I'm, I know you listen to this podcast, buddy. But at the time, yeah. I, my first impression looking at you was like, this guy looks kind of like a doof. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'll, I think he would fucking agree with that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he'll get a kick out of that. Yeah. Though. Oh, I love you, man. Anyway, so we get in, we we talk a little bit. Very nice guy. Super. Yeah. Very first. He's a little quiet. Yeah, a little he was very very first. quiet. Very um introverted in sense. Yeah. Do you remember? Did you have any first impressions when you first met him? I uh, I I could tell he was pretty nervous. You know. Yeah, I got that off of um, that too. So I didn't really, I didn't, I didn't dock a points in my, yeah, yeah, um, in my clipboard. I didn't. <laughs> yeah, you're one of your five points in your clipboard. Yeah, um, yeah. I remember him coming in and um, he had gear. He did. Um, I don't he know was if he had nervous. a bass amp. He did have a bass though. Because I, I think we had an amp there. We I had a, we had an amp. From. I think yeah. all we asked for people to just bring their bass guitar. Yeah. I think we had everything. Honestly, yeah. we didn't actually just everything about a bass player. Yeah, everything yeah. about the bass player. But yeah. Um, Anything else you were off um, I remember. Point out, do you think? It, did you think it was a doof too? <laughs> is, is this before he started playing? No, when he just, just, just first when he first walked in the first, door. First impressions. Like first. I don't really remember because once again, a lot of this time is lost to me. But um, I remember, remember being like, "This guy's kind of a nerd." Whatever. <laughs> like, um, I don't know. I just I was like, okay, well. And see how it goes. Yeah. Uh, he seemed he seemed nervous and quiet, but I could tell he wasn't. He had a, He was a nice kid, yeah. you know. And I think um, one of the first conversation, you know, he um, I asked I asked him, so how long have you been playing bass? He's like, I've been playing since I think he said junior senior of high school. He said his, his first, Luke's first instrument is the trombone. Yeah. So, and he said he played in jazz band. He played in concert band. So already this man he knows his he, music. he knows his music theory way more than the combination of yeah. us four. Yeah. I remember. Well, I mean, you could you could probably test this too. You, me, Calvin, our singer time. All our most of our music learning and ability is all rudimentary. Yeah, like <laughs> I knew theory, but like he knew but theory. Luke, yeah, Luke was actually school that he was actually when he had a choice to join the band because he had a full ride scholarship to go. Fuck, that's right. To do uh, music at uh, University of Fairbanks, and he chose to be in the band instead. Bad, new, bad, bad decision, bad buddy. Move. <laughs> um, this is this is jumping ahead years, but um, I remember uh, Luke knew so much about music theory to a fault um, because there's one song that we had that um, we only it, we released it acoustically, but we never never released it full band. We'll get to it in a few episodes from now, um, but we did play it live full band a couple times, and um, I remember I taught him the chords and stuff and. For, I'm not going to get into the theory of it, but like, yeah, I remember uh, there were one of the chords is like an inverted chord. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I want you to play an F sharp because it's an F sharp kind of inverted thing. And he's like, no, that would be a D because it's an inverted chord. And we got into a, we got into an <laughs> argument. Do you remember that in Tacoma? <laughs> I, I, this, for, sounds, uh, cliffside. this sounds familiar. Yeah. Um, and well, who was right then? Uh, it depends on what we were going for. Uh, I, I guess it depends. I, yeah, I wanted like a suspended. Um, yeah. And but he was like he was looking purely at the notes of it. Like if you have an F, an F sharp, a D, and an A, that's an F. That's <laughs> this chord. This. You know. I love that. Um, that I was <laughs> like, no, that's, I understand that, but that's not what I'm going. It's so for. funny when you get into an argument with Luke because Luke, 
I love Luke. This he's is so I, fucking smart. He's one of the smartest people I've ever fucking met. And anybody who's met Luke can attest to that. Yeah. He's so smart, it makes him a dick. <laughs> Sometimes. Not so much not anymore. Not back so in the day, back though. Back in yeah. the day, and he can attest to that, yeah. too. We're like, yeah, we were getting some arguments, but like, every time we were in an argument, he would always... He would have his facts right yeah. there, and he would make you feel like the stupidest guy in the conversation. <laughs> but most of the time, he was right. He was right. He was right. And I want to say probably about 90% of the time, yeah, he was right. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, like I said, Luke, you're one of the most smartest people who ever fucking love fucking him met. to death. And we yeah. love him to yeah, death. Yeah. You know, like, That's part of his charm. It is part of his know? charm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so um, that, that my, my whole point was to illustrate like he knew what he was doing. He knew his shit. Yeah, you exactly. Know what I mean? And when he auditioned, the song he chose to audition with was with Evil. Yeah, Every Villain Evil is Lemons. Lemons. And we um, didn't teach him shit. Nope. He knew it. I think, he, like you said, he played it in standard, but, yeah. he, but, he, um, but he figured it out to where to play in, where I think you know, just played the D on the A string. Yeah. Um, yeah, the song the song is in, um, I'm going to say it correctly. The song is in drop a D flat, <laughs> but but um, he played it in E flat standard, the, the right notes, but like in the, in the wrong tuning. So that told me that he he knows he, he has an he ear. knows how to improvise and like okay, yeah. well I know what I'm hearing. I can do this, right. you know. And he didn't have to like figure out. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, um, so that right uh, unprompted too. Unprompt- like he just I don't, I don't, he just knew it, and I was like, oh my god, this here. is the guy. No, hundred percent. When he. When he played that opening bass riff, I'll put a clip here just for your reference. When he played that opening bass riff all by himself and we played through that entire song and I didn't really have to tell him anything, I was like, this is it. This is the guy. Like, why? We're done. This is it. Yeah. And then we had after our hour of playing, I think we played like Getting Out and like, I think some other easy songs. Then we had the hour of hanging out. He was a really cool guy. We got to learn about him and more about his music stuff and all this. I was like, man, this guy's awesome. And he bought us all Carl's Jr. And he bought us all Carl's Jr. Because <laughs> <laughs> he had a job. He worked well, at like, the Boys never, and Girls Club, I think. Not, or, not at that time. I think um, oh. um, he uh, he taught lessons, trombone lessons oh, that's and stuff right. at his house privately. And then he got the Boys and Girls Club. Ah, that's right. Big I forgot guy. about yeah. that. Yeah. So let's see. He was so smart and he was so good at instrument. He taught other kids their instrument. Yeah. So... If anything, Wonderful. he was way too smart for our band, and he should have just—he should have picked a better choice. <laughs> <laughs> should have gone to school, brother. <laughs> but uh, and I remember after he left, Calvin looks at me and he goes, "Do we need to audition anyone else?" Yeah, yeah that's like, the that guy. Was it. Like that I, was I remember it. that. We I, all knew. I vividly remember Calvin on that chair just looking at me like, "We don't have to do anyone else to do it. That's the guy." Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And but like, to, but you know, we had to do our due diligence. We did. We, did. So. we already had one more guy, and then this third guy, Sam. Sam. Yeah. Which um, he played in this band called Run September. Yep. I filled in for them for a show. You did. Yeah. Yeah. I think you and you were nice little tie that we yeah. do wear. Yay. Um. Nice guy. Yeah. He could play too. He he could play too. But um. um he wanted really badly to, to like. He wanted to fit in with us really badly. I remember he that he did. I think at the time I felt a little um, what's the word? Um, I don't know if there's a word for this, but like that feeling of like, calm down, bro. Yeah, just, let's just hang out. It's a little much. Yeah, it's yeah, a little too much for me. Little, like, yeah. but he was really a he really was a nice really, guy. He was really a nice really guy, nice guy. Yeah. He was a good bass player. Yeah, and um, I think he auditioned for some reason. I don't know why the other two. They also chose "Getting Out" as their audition song. That's either here or there. Yeah, <laughs> fuck that Good song. Good for them. Yeah. <laughs> I guess if you like that song, go for I it. I guess it was the hit. Man. I, that's I, I guess so. They keep... I guess everybody else sees something that we fucking don't. Yeah. I hate that song. Yeah. Yeah. I think maybe that's why we chose Luke. He didn't choose "Getting Out" uh, as audition song. <laughs> funny enough, in the same key though. 
That is kind of funny. You right. You right. You right. <laughs> but a uh, nice guy. I think. Yeah. I think. Um, we were just hanging out. I, I, he was a little bit older too. He was a little was bit he? older. I, I just the vibe was not there. It wasn't the, it's the chemi- vibes weren't off. It just wasn't quite. It's a chemi- it's a chemistry thing. Yeah. Like, like how we've said this before. If you don't click with somebody, it's, you can't really force it to make something work. Yeah, and you know, and it, I could tell Luke was um, even though he was nervous and quiet at the time, I feel like, he was being himself. Yeah, you know, and he was um, easy to get along with. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and I, I just felt at ease around him. You know, yeah. like I was like, I think it, I was like, it was one of the things where it was like. This guy's my friend. Yeah, I think you know it's I mean? like it's, he, uh, Luke also um, at the time, and maybe to some extent now, but no, not really not. But at the time, um, his quiet demeanor was kind of funny, being with you and me and our very loudness and, and stuff. Yeah, it's kind of like it's kind of like how Travis Barker is the quiet person, and then you have two idiots like Mark and Tom. That's being, exactly like, what that's it was. What yeah. it was like, like Luke, Luke being the quiet demeanor, and then you and me and like some other people are just like. <laughs> yeah, but you know what's funny too is that Luke. Um, he, because he's so quiet, he's still very funny. Yes. So it's like so he, he would, would come out. He would like bust out some like very tiny quips, and he would just it, <laughs> it would, would kill. Just, it would always <laughs> kill. Like I say, he was one of the. I, I, I keep praising. He's literally one of the. One, Luke is also one of my personal best friends. Me too. I, I, yeah, love was, him to death. Love him. To, you went. You I, did. You went on a whole trip just to see just him. to see him. Like yeah. he's still a great big part of my life, even though he's no longer in the band. But um. Like and I keep saying he's literally one of the most smartest people I ever met. Most Ugh. smartest. I, I, can't, I can't even so talk. You can't even do it. Every time I talk about Luke, I become a little uh, dumber. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah, but like I, I love him so much. But yeah, we can't we can't sing his praises yeah. enough. We went through so much. We grew um, as people so much with, with Luke. Luke. And not, you know there were times you know there's any time when you're with your family or your group of friends. There's, there's gonna be some down times. You're gonna. I'm going to say some stuff that maybe make people sad. He'll say stuff that makes me feel kind of bad. Just yeah. go back and forth. But the bond is still there. He, I'm gonna, I mean, what you can get, we, we, this is way down the road, a few years, a few years down the, down the line. But um, when we moved down here to Portland and I was like learning how to be a real adult, not living with my, you know, like not having, mm-hmm. you know, a support. I had to like support myself basically. Mm-hmm. Um, I was pretty lazy. At the time, you Luke know, is, Luke is always the realist. In the, he, yeah, if, if like if we had a group, like I'm a very optimistic person. I maybe Me too. maybe to you something. Luke was always the person in the band where you know he's a realist. Where he's like, okay, well, sometimes it always happens. We got to figure this out. Yeah. And at times, I would always <laughs> there were times when he would do stuff like that. It would kind of piss me off. Yeah, but at the end he of the day, right. he was right. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I, said, I worked smartest the, guy in the world. Yeah. <laughs> he, I worked at gas stations for a long time, and he, uh, I was always like kind of. Um, even though I was working, I was like kind of, I was not the best with my money and stuff. Like mm-hmm. I just I did, hadn't at that point really learned how to manage my money and yeah. like do, do, do adult stuff and stuff. And he, I remember him hitting me with the, so have you ever thought about getting another job? Like, you know, maybe moving on up in the world. I was like, fuck you, man. Like, this is my, <laughs> you know? But like, at the end, and again, he was right. I, I was just like, well, maybe, maybe how dare you? Maybe at times thing, his know? advice was not needed at some. Maybe, certain, but maybe he not, was always right. But he was always right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? there are t- and, I can attest there are times I like to. Yeah, and but, I love him for that. Yeah, but um, sorry. Every, time we, every time we talk about Luke, we were just got. I just got so many things to say. I back love to him so much. back to the third guy, Sam. Like I said, just the vibe wasn't there. I also remember he really wanted to be in the band. Really, very bad. bad. Yeah. I think. He brought pizza. I he think. brought. I think the second day he came back, I wasn't there for this. I think you could attest to this. Yes. Um, he, the second day he came back and bought you guys pizza, That's I wasn't great. there for this. And he was just expressing how much he really, really wanted to be in the band. I remember he sent us all a group tests. Like, I'm ready to 
buy uh, not buy his way in, but like put money if I need like to get gear and all this shit forward. I hope, do, I hope you're doing well, Sam. Yeah. I, and I thank you for being there for part of this band because mm. in, you know you are you're a great person. You were a good bass player. Like yeah. I said, I just just the vibe wasn't there at the time for yeah. us. And I, and I appreciate how much like how willing he was. Yes. you know. Um, so yeah, it just it just wasn't the right choice. It just wasn't yeah. right. But I think also as soon as Sam left, it, we were all still. Luke's the it's guy. It's got to be Luke. Yeah, it's, it was the guy. I think we waited a day. I think that's why the same thing happened with the pizza. But I yeah. think a week later we called Luke back up and hey, you're in the band, buddy. I don't know if we told him he's in the band, but um. We told him to come hang out, and I think it was applied at that time. Yeah. You're in the band, man. Yeah. If if we if you inv- if we invite you to come hang out with us, like yeah. you're in, buddy. I remember the first time we actually all really hung out like all day was. <laughs> here's another reason why Luke is the smartest man in the world. I don't know why we decided to do this. I <laughs> we decided to all play Scrabble. <laughs> do you remember this? I don't think I remember this. We're, maybe okay. Well, you were in the room. I do least. remember a lot of our early hangs. Yeah, we were hang. We were just hanging out at the dungeon like yeah. any other day. Yeah, and um, you were playing video games or something, but. It was me, I think um, a couple of our other friends were there, and four of us were playing Scrabble. Luke was part of it. And Luke was just crushing, crushing, yeah. ripping us into yeah. one in this game. And I, I remember playing the guy like, I'm never playing Scrabble with you again. <laughs> he, Fucking he asshole. Thought of words. It's so, he's younger than us, too. You know, he's a few years. He's, a, he's, he's like, a few months younger than me, yeah. He's a few years younger than me. And so... <laughs> This kid fucking, how dare you beat me in Scrabble? Yeah. He's picking words that I have no idea what the fuck they mean. Yeah. And <laughs> I, I want to say, um, you know, all this stuff is true about Luke um, being like, well, I'll do this, you know, like being so smart. But like he's also um, very. Uh, he kept very, us grounded, I guess. Yeah, he, but he's also yeah. a very genuine hearted person. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, um, I think being with Luke was, he was one of the first people that ever, like, got me to, like, talk about the things that I had in my heart. You know what I mean? Like he got me touch your boobs. He he like pulled like some of my very earliest, like really deep talks as a teenager, late, late teenager. Like the first, he was one of the first people I ever like really opened up to emotionally. You know, I, well, that's crazy. You say that same here. Yeah. Like I can remember, I can't even count how many times we were on tour or just hang like just on tour, hanging in the van. We're driving three in the morning and either I'm driving or he's shotgun or the other around. And we would just get to some deep, talks and yep. he was one of the first people that i've had those experiences with i don't know what it is about him that's so comfortable and yes com- he's comfort- a very comfortable he's a person. very comfortable person to be around and i think anybody who's friends with him still to this day you know can attest to that he's yeah. very comfortable to be around very warm easy person. to talk to there's you don't get a feeling of you don't get any bad vibes from this guy yeah. when you talk to him and if i'm wrong punch me because yeah. i will stand by that statement for as long as i live i don't think anybody could disagree with that yeah he's like just a sweet warm-hearted person you know and so we got we got our new bass player and we, we could not have gotten a better at the and time we were so stoked perfect. and i do want to say when we got luke you know even though we still kind of sucked <sighs> that suck meter went down and just uh, went down enough for us to go you know we're not that bad anymore yeah he was like like it was so easy. Like I just remember too, like having Luke in the band. How easy it was to teach him songs? Yeah. How easy it was for him to pick up stuff? And I was like, oh, yeah, this, this is so is it. good. Yeah. I love he was it. Everything we needed. He was. He, it could not have been a better choice at the time. And he really, he really came in the band. He came great, from the heavens, dude. He did. Uh, I was gonna say his first show with us was Sublime, which was funny. That's his first fucking show. His actual first show with the band. Uh, it was at that little park. It right? was at the park, Cuddy Park at the Cuddy Park. Is that right by Lusak Library? I believe so. Yeah. 
I think we just got told last minute we wanted to play this outdoor show, and that was his first show with us. And that was also Petty the Dolphins' first show. <laughs> and uh, uh, Conscripts played that show when they were recording That's lost, right. Yeah. So, Demetrix, so if you're listening, congratulations. You, I think that's when you met Luke for the first time, probably. Probably. Yeah, Demetrix played drums in that band, and now he plays bass in this band. That's right. He's our best friend in the world, yeah. in the wide world. But e- now, an equally wonderful person in every way, you yes, know? Yes. Um, we'll get to that later. Um, every person that's played bass in this band has been we love, wonderful. We love. That was Luke's first show, was that library. Oh, outdoor library. His first real, real quote show was opening for Sublime with us, which is great. That's great. Congratulations. Sub- Sublime with Rome. Or sorry, Sublime with Rome. Great. <laughs> your first show uh, must be nice to play your first show. That's big- crazy. That nuts, My though? first show was a fucking battle of the band. <laughs> right? His first show with the band is opening for Sublime. That's crazy. I remember too, um, also to send Daniel off. We had Daniel play the first two songs with us. It's Sublime. Oh, and then we introduced and then we introduced Luke to play the rest of the set. I completely forgot about that. I kind of wanted to maybe I think that's why I did it too because I want to kind of some kind of send off for Daniel for helping us out and knowing he wasn't going to come to Warp Tour. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I forgot about that. I guess that was that's crazy too, right? Luke joins the band here. He gets opened up for Sublime with Rome with this big ass show and he's going to Warp Tour with us. Yeah. (laughs) You lucky son of a bitch. You really walked into an opportunity, didn't you? (laughs) But yeah, well, yeah. Um, <laughs> once again, I want to thank Daniel for helping us out at that yeah. time. Um, I do feel bad that you didn't come to the Warp Tour with us. If we ever <laughs> Warp Tour is not a thing anymore, but yeah. like you know, if, <laughs> hey, <laughs> if there's something we can do to make it up to you, man, email us. Yeah, just let us know, man. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't want to give you any money, but like, <laughs> I'll, I'll give. Okay, I'll send you a Chris five. <laughs> okay, okay. I'll say, I'll say, yeah. I got a gift card to Starbucks for you or something. Yeah. No. Panera. No, but really though, we appreciate Daniel for helping us out at that time. It was a, it was a, it was very hard at the time to get back into the groove. Yeah. In that band, and you made that easier. Yeah. If, so thank if, you. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So. Thank you. But yeah, we played Sublime. Luke, I said, Luke played the last half, and it was a great show, if I remember correctly. It was much it, it better was a re- than, than Papa Roach. Me, yeah, it was a redemption at the time. for pl- It was the same spot, Coots parking lot, all ages, gr- very big show, beer tent, um, on that same trailer with the AstroTurf. Yeah. I have pictures I'll post on Instagram. Same. I was, I was wearing a checkered hat. I had my checkered sunglasses. I had my checkered shorts. I had my checkered fucking flip-flops. I was like, we're playing with Sublime with Rome. They got upstrokes. We're we're, we're skanking we're, we're it up cooking. today. We played some ska songs. This That's show. true. We yeah. did. Yeah. Um, um, I remember. Yeah, like I said, it was a great show. I thought we played very well. We did. Um, like I said, it was redemption for how bad that Papa Roach show was. And it was only a year later that the progression was crazy. Yeah. And you know what? I got to meet Mr. Rome himself. Yeah. How was he? I didn't really. I said hi. And he said hi back. Oh, that's good. And that's, that's, that's all I can really that, ask That's for. all I really wanted because, you know, they had that backyard barbecue thing. Hmm. Should I have had a conversation with him? I don't care. He was hmm. I probably, he's probably high. I didn't smoke pot back then. So, like, <laughs> no. Fuck no, it. No. But it was a great show. We saw a lot of merch. And if any, any way to come back from that terrible thing to have some kind of grasp of some kind of happiness yeah this was that was a good time like, all right this okay. is pretty yeah like, at least i'm happy in this moment yeah totally you know, we met our friend luke and everything and so and then after this we start preparing to go play warp tour 2012 yeah and we'll get to that in our next episode i brought um clothes this time you did bring clothes this time yep so oh, are, yeah. are you proud of me i am i'm very proud of you thank you but we'll get to that. Our next episode, we'll discuss our time in 2012 when we played the two dates of the Warp Tour. Discuss all the logistics that went to that because uh, <laughs> it was kind of shit and a half to try to prepare for that thing. If I remember correctly, it was a what? It was shit and a half to try to. Oh, it was a shit. Try to get all the funds on our end, and but we made it work. But we'll get to that when we get there. Yeah. 
But uh, thank you again for listening. Once again, our return show is three days from now at Mana Culta, August 18th. Please be there. It's a Friday. It's a Friday. It's going to be a good time. You, you know, know, I heard some special things are happening. Games of wit and skill. We have a pretty sweet playlist oh, dude. that we'll play between songs. Well, if anything, come for that. If you don't like any of the bands playing, I want you to still... First of all, what's wrong with you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but at least look forward to the... <laughs> the there's going to be banter. There's going to be funny songs on the PA between bands. It's going to be it's going to be fun time. You know? The, the Battle Cult's also a great venue. They have tacos. They, got, they have everything you need. I bet there are, there are at least a few people... That, that like that, tacos. That, <laughs> there are at least a few people that are that have come to our shows. I think. Th- did you say this on the, on the show before that like don't really care about us musically? <laughs> oh, but yeah, they're like, right. oh, it's always fun. You yeah, know, it's just always a fun time. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so, if you have, just, it'll be fun, man. You know, just we're just hanging out with our friends, a good time, and we would love for you to be part of it. And if you haven't yet, our new record, The Message Side of Me, is out. Um, very well, all streaming. Once again, we're Noise Brigade. You can Google us. And yeah, I have nothing more to say. Do you have anything else from our I sponsors? I do uh, from our sponsors. <laughs> I don't. I, I finished my milkshake. He did it. <clears throat> my milkshake. My milky shake. Anyway, um, I forgot to bring my lactates. So I'll be I'll be farting on my way home. Hell yeah, my friend. All right. Well, I'm Nathan. I'm Doug. It's mustard and a ketchup packet. We'll see y'all next week for a brand new exciting episode.